You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, I'm Brett. And I'm Steven. And we are the The Broadway Husbands. Husbands. We're just your all-American married couple making their living in the arts and pursuing a growing family. On the Broadway Husbands podcast, we offer advice from our ordinary lives under extraordinary circumstances. We are living proof that you can love who you love and love what you do. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. And if you really love us, make sure you leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Broadway Husbands. Members of our Patreon get exclusive access to behind-the-scenes videos, blogs, and other perks, including free apparel and so much more. To become part of our Patreon family, go to patreon.com forward slash Broadway Husbands. Okay, I'm... I'm we're like, we're like freaking out. I've either had too much excited. coffee. Yeah, or I mean, like... I've had a lot of coffee, but our <laughs> guests today are kind of like the most inspirational people in our lives lately. Like they don't even know us, but we see them <laughs> constantly, probably at least five times a day. I'll like check out like what have they done and what are they doing today? And I've, I I think I've probably even said like Stephen, can't you be more like? Kelly's husband and learn, and learn how to edit. Like I need you to edit this stuff. Uh, please welcome to the podcast Kelly Erdman, no, also known as Happy Kelly, and her husband Freeman Butler. Hi guys, welcome. Hi, Hi thanks. Hi. We're excited to be here. Thanks for having us. I'm serious. I think I literally have said to Stephen a few times. Maybe you need to have a session with Freeman and like learn how to edit. <laughs> he 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 seriously has said that. And but honestly, you guys, thank you so much for being here today. Um, we've had, you know, we've had like some, a, a lot of guests on our show throughout what has it been like it's a year been and a over half? A year and it's a been half. over a year and we've had a lot of guests. Um, but honestly, you guys, when we finally got this in the calendar, I've been most excited about this. Um, wow. because in case you guys have been sleeping under a rock or you don't look at social media or as much as we do and maybe <laughs> just I, I don't know how you could look at social media and not know who they are but this is Kelodactyl and her husband who <laughs> create the most amazing content um and they just bring joy creativity and light to the world on a daily basis it's true yeah it's really true thanks guys you're so nice keep going this is nice <laughs> I like this beginning <laughs> <laughs> wait okay so I think a lot of people know Kelly kind of as the face of like what you guys do. But um, I think that most people, because Freeman's like behind the camera and doing so much of the editing. Mm -hmm. And I think the way you edit Freeman shows how much you love your wife. I'm just (laughs) going to say that. It just really shows that you have such affection for her. Um, Tell us a little bit about who you are individually. Individually. Like, um, before we talk about how you met and like, yeah. and sometimes it's more fun if you guys introduce each, each other. other. Okay. Ooh, okay, I good. Like that. Do you want to go first? Sure. I don't know if Kelly needs an introduction, but um, Kelly, <laughs> sweet Kelly, um, she is from Marysville, Washington. It's like a small town outside of Seattle. Um, she has three siblings. Oh, you're like really going siblings. into the details. Yeah, I mean, these are the things people want to know. Um, Kelly's just like the nicest person. What you see on online is like exactly who she is. We we try to keep everything as genuine to who she actually is so that she doesn't have to like put on a face. Um I mean she's not always happy. She's not always happy, Kelly. Yeah. But, um 
Kelly's just great. She, we met, or I guess, sorry, we're yeah. not getting there yet. Kelly not has yet. a prolific background in dance. She has been <laughs> dancing professionally for like 11 years, maybe 10 years. I don't know. Yeah, around there. Somewhere around there. And she has appeared in Wicked on Broadway and on the national tour. Um, <laughs> she has been in TV shows, movies, etc., commercials. And <laughs> when the pandemic hit, she started posting stuff on tiktok yeah that's pretty much it (laughs) (laughs) the best best person oh you're you're nice (laughs) (laughs) okay so tell us about freeman yeah Yeah. this is freeman um he is from palmdale california uh so we're kind of back toward we live near where he grew up which is kind of fun um he currently is in law school at ucla so during all of this madness, he's also been juggling online law school. Um, he's oh, about wow. to graduate at the end of the month. So that's super exciting. Um, but yeah, yeah, he studied finance in his undergrad. There's no arts background at all. <laughs> um, he did a little bit of videography for the sports teams like at his undergrad. Um, so that's how he has like basic knowledge of um, editing and whatnot. Um, but yeah, since we've been... Um, in the pandemic, he took up video editing, learning on his own, and um, has been doing that while doing law school. And he is the best too. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry, like that word's so cheesy. <laughs> we love each so, other. Uh, that's okay. We love each other too. We've been married <laughs> ten years, and we always say that. I'm like, I can't believe we still really love each other. It feels Aww. like yeah. So it's good. So um, how did you guys meet? When was the first time you met or saw each other? Yeah. Do you want to go? Or uh, Yeah, I can tell the story. Um, <laughs> or the first part of the story. You can fill in any details, okay, okay. Um, So we matched on a dating app, which is getting more normal, but we're still a little embarrassed by it. Um, I was living in Salt Lake City, Utah. She was living in New York City. She was in Wicked at the time. Um, and we just had our settings on like Unlimited. I guess. Yeah. And we matched. And then a couple months later, we we didn't really talk that much. But then yeah, we like chatted a, a little bit, but not really. Much. A couple months later, I was going to visit my best friend that was working in New York. Um, and it was like, oh, yeah, there's that Kelly girl in New York. Maybe we should meet up. And we meanwhile, met I'm like hoping that we're going to meet up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like hoping like I'm like texting like, hey, like you're in town. Right. And I'm like and he's just like not responding because he's like with his friends. And I'm like, uh huh, like hopefully we can meet up after my show in whatever anyways yeah and and then like also I like even so this is all this is kind of a side note but what the day we actually met up we were meeting up after my show and he hadn't texted back and so and it's like you know like 11 p.m on a Friday night and I'm just kind of wandering Times Square just trying to like waste time just hoping he texts me back I like went into some stores like hoping he would text me and he did but anyways continue i eventually texted back but yeah. um so we actually met in person for the first time it happened to be my birthday i was on a birthday weekend trip with and, friends yeah yeah with friends and we met in times square on my birthday and it was so romantic <laughs> it, it wasn't really romantic when we romantic. met we were with friends yeah. what time of year was it hot or cold like what was the weather it was and it was february so it was it was cold yeah, it was pretty yeah. cool. But not too But bad. it wasn't like, like a blizzarding night yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we still like 
we've been back to New York a few times and we go back to like the, the little tile in Times Square that we met right on. by the we statue get a, get by the stairs, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, kind of Duffy Square. Yes. 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 What, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but you got to tell, was... tell the next part. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, we're going, we're well, just, I mean, just tell about like a little bit more. Okay. What was I your guess... conversation like? Yeah. I want to hear it. What, yeah. yeah. What was the first couple things you talked about? <laughs> What was the first couple of things we talked? I don't about? really know. That night we didn't really. I mean, like we just all chatted and hung out. But then mm-hmm. just like joking with friends. You know, yeah, but then then after the after we like went our separate ways, we like texted and he's like, "Oh, we should get breakfast tomorrow." And so I was like, because he was only in town for like two days, so I was like, "Yeah." Um, and so our first like official date was like the next morning at brunch. Yeah, but I was. Okay. I was like an hour and a half late to brunch, which was terrible, but Kelly waited and she was kind. It sounds like I was like really desperate. Did you have a matinee? <laughs> I did. <laughs> but it sounds like I was really desperate, but like I, it wasn't that. Like normally it was weird because normally I would just be like, oh, this guy's not responding blow him off, whatever, like move on. But there was like something inside of me that was like, man, like you really need to like meet this guy and like spend some time with him. So like it wasn't like desperation. It was like, no, something feels different. And so mm-hmm. I like, so yeah, so I had a matinee that day and well, two shows. Um, and so I had like woken up early, gotten ready for brunch and I right. had a two show day. So I was like, so when he was late, cause he slept in, I was like, I'm going to wait because I'm ready. I'm going to get at least some breakfast out of this. Like what else am I going <laughs> to do? So I ended yeah. up waiting for him. And wait, where did you eat breakfast? I'm just picturing the stage door of the Gershwin. Like where did you go? <laughs> we went to Jacob's Pickle. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. uptown, up, up for one second. Yeah, that yeah. Is nice. yeah. But so he, yeah. In my defense, yeah, in his defense, it was my first time in New York. We had flown the red eye the night before, and we had drawn. It was your birthday weekend. Blackout yeah. curtain. Sure yeah, I was exhausted, so my alarm went off, but I just didn't wake up for it, and I didn't know that Manhattan was hard to travel in. Like you can't go from like I was he staying was the- in like the financial district. And oh, had to go on the, the weekends, the yeah, forget it. Yeah. And like yeah. the subway station was down as they always are. Anyway, yeah, like yeah, construction. So, so I I woke up and ran in like my sweats that I had slept in. Yeah, he didn't shower. Kelly still fell in love. <laughs> great. She's, she's very forgiving. What, it worked out. What What did you think, Freeman? Like meeting a girl who's dancing on Broadway. Was there like a bit of a glamour to it for you or like how did you what was from an outsider salt lake city (laughs) california boy point of view what did it look like yeah um i thought it was really really cool so i had never been to a broadway show or never like i didn't grow (laughs) up going to theater at all um if you met my parents you'd think it was funny if they ever went to theater like they're just not really into like music theater and that sort of thing um so I didn't really like know how impressive it was. I, I had some idea like, yeah, she's dancing on Broadway. That's amazing. Um, but I think I didn't really like internalize how impressive and how cool that was until, I mean, one of our first dates, she took me like backstage, backstage at the Gershwin and that was really cool. And I was like, oh, wow, this is like amazing. Um, like you're actually like really, really talented. And then I saw Wicked and then I saw it like five more times and was starstruck and <laughs> did you love. see it that yeah. first that first weekend that you were visiting or did you wait? <laughs> no he saw phantom i went to see phantom. <laughs> phantom was a lot cheaper and i didn't know that like <laughs> kelly and phantom i would like start cheaper. dating or anything so. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. And and so then, you know, you connected in real life. Mm -hmm. And then from then on, was it just kind of like you just kept the conversation going and you guys kind of knew that you were in love right away? Is that what happened? Or Yeah, kind of. It was I mean, pretty much, yeah, from then on we were FaceTiming like two hours every day. Um and and then like he like planned a trip back to New York to visit a law school that he was maybe going to go to. Um, and so, so he had planned that like in a month or something, but then I was like, no, like I want to see him sooner. And so I ended up buying like a last minute flight on, um, for like a, a Sunday. I had, I only had a Sunday matinee. So I flew out for a red or I flew out right after my matinee on a Sunday to Utah, got there at like midnight, was there Monday, flew back Tuesday morning to do the show. Um, I've done, I've actually done that, <laughs> flown to Salt Lake City really? after a matinee on Sunday from Wicked. You remember yeah. to see my friend and Kate? You got so sick too. <clears throat> he was and like I got, so oh sick God. afterwards. I was, so I was like, sick. oh my God. <laughs> you need rough. more sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. rough, but we ended up doing that. I ended up doing that quite a few times because yeah. and he came and visited a lot and we did long distance Pretty how much, long did you do yeah. wicked how long were you on broadway yeah i did it for just a year i was covering a maternity leave so like i just came out did it for the year and then that was it yeah and then you went back to the tour or did you how long did you do the tour no so i did the tour um for like 16 months like i had done it i can't even remember what year it was i did it and then came back to LA, was in LA for a year. And then they called me to come out to New York for the maternity leave. Um, and then mm -hmm. after that was over, um, we got married and came back to LA. <laughs> wow. So how long <laughs> no, how, were you dating? No, like, how long were you dating yeah. virtually before you got married? Yeah. Um, this is the question we were hoping you wouldn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were kind of wild. We were crazy. We, I mean, we met. February 23rd. February 23rd and got married August 8th. No. Of the same year. August 4th. August 4th. August 4th. Oh my gosh. <laughs> of the same year though, right? Of the same year, yeah. Of the same year. It was wow. so so you knew. Yeah. So you knew. Yeah. You knew. It was pretty But that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, very early on we like it was it was different and just was so felt so right. And yeah, we knew. Yeah. I love that. That I is that. so cool. That is cool. <laughs> like did you I mean, I'm sure it helped knowing that like you're you're based out of LA, mm -hmm. like he's from California. Mm -hmm. So you could kind of envision yeah. yourselves making that work, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like and I yeah, because I moved to LA in 2010. So I'd been here for a long time. So it was like home to me. Um and yeah, and he had offers at different law schools, like and because we were dating, he was like, Okay, I'm either gonna go to New York or LA. And LA ended up working out. And so yeah, we ended up back here. Aww. And now how long have you been married? What 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 year are you coming up on? Um we're coming up on three years. Yeah. Congratulations. So Kelly, I want to talk to you about what growing up in the state of Washington, mm -hmm. did you just always dance? Like did you start dancing from a young age and that's like all you did and that was your passion and just talk a little bit about your upbringing and your dance training. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's basically what I did. I started dancing like taking classes when I was 5 at like the local studio. Mm -hmm. Um and then as I started to get older, we learned about competitions when I was like around mm -hmm. 8, so I started competing and then my mom when we went to the competition, she kind of realized, "Oh, there's like so much more, um, because we you know it was a smallish town. And, um, mm -hmm. so 
she realized and we realized that, you know, I want, I needed more technical background. So we ended up going to a ballet studio for a little bit. That was a little bit of a commute. Um, so it was a little more of a sacrifice, but my mom was amazing and willing to, you know, make the drive, make it happen. Um, luckily I was the youngest and most of my siblings were much older. So we had the flexibility there. Um, my mom was an angel. And so we, en- I ended up going to like this local studio as well as ballet school for a little bit, you know, did the nutcracker a couple of times, which was fun. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. and then the ballet school wanted me there, you know, seven, six, six days a week. And I loved like jazz and contemporary and lyrical and stuff like that. So I didn't want to make that jump. So then we ended up going, commuting to a studio in Seattle called Westlake Dance Center. Um, and so I did kind of the ballet. Or I, I guess at that point I switched. I mostly just trained at Westlake um, until eventually joining their like performing group kind of competition company. Um, and, and at and, this point you're a teenager. Is yeah, that right? yeah. At this point I'm a te- okay. teenager. Yeah, training at Westlake. And the you know the teacher there. It was kind of more of a studio that was based like a drop-in studio, so you could take any class. And then there was like a performing group based out of it. Um, so the focus was more on training rather than like getting your dance competition dances perfect. And, you know, cause that's mm-hmm. kind of what all I did was just practice the dances before. And now I was working on training and, um, my teacher, Kirsten Cooper, she lived in LA. So she had a lot of connections. So she would bring in people from LA, like Mandy Moore would come teach us. And, um, Marianne Lamb, I don't know if you know her. She like mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. worked with like the Fosse stuff. She's from Fosse, yeah. she's mm-hmm. from Washington, yeah. so she would come oh, and wow. teach us a lot. And um, yeah, so I had lots of great opportunities there. And then my teacher actually took me to LA for the first time when I was probably like fifteen, and I and I got okay. to go take class at Edge and see what it was all about. And that's when I really like was like, oh, like maybe I could do this for a living. And I learned about the Edge Scholarship Program and. Um, and yeah, that's, I kind of, that when I was like a teenager at this new studio, that's when I realized like, oh, I could actually maybe make this a career. What, um, what, talk about your early career aspirations were, well, like was Broadway, like something that you aspired to do? Was that kind of like on your radar or was it TV film commercial dance? And how did you navigate that decision to make those things happen? Yeah, totally. So Broadway was never actually on my radar because I had never been to New York. I had seen like, you know, a few shows that came through Seattle here and there. Um, I had seen Wicked in Seattle, which was fun, but um, in like 2009, but it wasn't on my radar just because I didn't really think it was possible to be honest. Like I was like, I didn't, I didn't imagine that I could do something like that, which I mean, maybe it's selling myself short, but it just, I had never thought of it. So I was more focused on like commercial dance, um, TV and film stuff. So when I started auditioning, that was kind of my focus, um, doing commercials and things like that. And then, and then they auditioned for Wicked in LA. And also okay. I sing, but I'm not like the most amazing singer. That was going to be one of my <laughs> questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to talk about your singing. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get oh, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> w- Wicked came to audition in LA. Um, and I think I, I had auditioned a few times um, over the years. And you know, like got put on like a list of like, Oh, like potential, we could maybe hire you if there's ever an opening. But, um, but yeah, eventually there was an opening. And so they had like a call back with like a few of us to come in for the tour. And, um, you know, I came in, did all the dance, did the partnering and sang and <laughs> my song, 
<laughs> yeah, talk about. Yeah. So, what, what were your you sixteen say? bars? What were your My sixteen, 16 bars? bars? Were um, part of your world from the Little Mermaid. <laughs> nice. And you That's know, sweet. it was yeah. That was all I had. Um, Semi prepared, and so we made it work. And I always <laughs> just say it was good enough. <laughs> um, because then, like a few hours later, I got a, a call that they were offering me the contract for the tour. Um, and it was like <laughs> mind blowing. It was like, what is happening? Like, this is crazy. Um, yeah. And so that's, and then I did that. It was great. <laughs> I think Steven's first Broadway show he booked by singing Happy Birthday. Happy really? Birthday. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> but wait, wait, I have I have an even funnier one. I have a friend who auditioned for Phantom, mm-hmm. who was a great dancer also, but she sang Santa Baby in July <gasps> and she booked it. Oh <laughs> my goodness, that's incredible. Wow. So that's so yeah, part of your world, that's a good one. I love yeah, that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go yeah, to yeah. So okay, so so we're kind of to this and you've of course you now you've done a lot of musicals like Hairspray Live and Just really um, those two. <laughs> Oh, is it just those two? Really? Yeah. I mean, I did, I did like, um, small, 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 like pantos. Do you know what pantos are? Oh yeah. 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 The Lithgow family. Yes. 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 Really? That's the only, those are the only musicals I've done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's interesting to me, um, because I just see your content now. So we're kind of like at this Mm -hmm. stage now, like, well, talk about this last year. So mm-hmm. were you on TikTok before, before the, the pandemic? pandemic? No, we weren't. No. So we you... Kinda, yeah, we kind of looked at it like... Yeah, how did... Know. Yeah, we were like, TikTok, lame. Or I don't know. But totally we, we were so wrong, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but talk about like the... Because I feel like... I First off, when, when we come to LA, hopefully mm. we can do some dances together. Because yes. I really want to do some dances. Because so I just... You've done a a reel or a TikTok with every single person on this planet who dances <laughs> on any reel or TikTok. And talk about how that I can't imagine the demand you're getting and probably requests you're getting to to make content, but what was the evolution of that? Like what was yeah. the first thing that went viral and you were like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk for me? I've been talking a lot. You you start. <laughs> no, you start. Yeah. You start. All right. Um I think the first thing that went viral, I, I well, guess. So maybe talk about why we joined or I guess. I'm yeah. Before that, yeah. talk about yeah. the, the first step. Like okay. you were like, uh, we're in the pandemic. We're shut down. Um, let's make some stuff. Yeah. You always do it together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess I had, I had nothing to do because the dan- the Hollywood shut down. So I had a lot of free time. Yeah. And school went virtual, like before the pandemic, like started like a couple weeks. Um, and then they switched everything to pass fail. So all of a sudden, I didn't have to study as much. So we kind of just like sat around. We watched Tiger King like everyone did the first couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. We totally um, had a lot of time. We just watched a lot of Netflix and we're like, we feel terrible. We can only do YouTube workouts for so long. Let's find something to like fill our time. So we got a free trial of an editing software and just started like, or we saw a video that we really liked that was like stickers of heads and like yeah. patches to your faces. And it yeah. was this really funny kid. Yeah, you need to teach Stephen how to do that. Yeah, anyway, go yeah. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Little... Stop, Brad. Stop interrupting that. <laughs> we can have a little little powwow session. Um, <laughs> but so we saw that video. And we're like, wait, this is cool. And I was like, I had a little bit of video editing background, and I was like, I think I could figure out how to do it. So I looked up a tutorial. Like, let's just make this video. Let's kill an afternoon, so we don't have to just be watching TV all day. Yeah. 
So right. we did it and then we posted it. And then the next morning, like we had 12 followers. We like made a TikTok that day. It on my TikTok, it was like free, free man butt was my handle. So that's like the original Happy Kelly handle mm-hmm. is free man butt. <laughs> and um, the next morning it had like, what, like 200,000 views? Yeah. Like, Wait. You're like, whoa. I thought, I thought like just my close like 10 followers were going to see it and we had like thousands of followers yeah we didn't know how tiktok worked like wait what and everyone's just talking about kelly's butt and i'm just like this is so (laughs) weird because it was a very wholesome video but i start (laughs) facing the back and there was all these comments and i was like what the this is weird yeah some creep creeps on there yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but yeah then it Mm -hmm. like just kept growing and like hit two million views yeah and so right away we were like whoa we gotta make another video because this Mm. is fun yeah. <laughs> so how fast did you do it the next day or like how fast was your next That's day that you did it? I, I think it took, so I was like really just learning how to do video effects. So, and we had, we were doing it on my super old laptop that was very slow. Yeah. So it took forever to edit anything. Editing took like 12 hours at least. <laughs> so I think our next video came out a couple days later. Or maybe like, like maybe the next week, maybe the next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, it wasn't too long after that. And then the next video, I thought it was a better video. And I think everyone goes to this on TikTok like, wow, that works. So I'm going to do it, but like even more. And then it doesn't do as well. And I was <laughs> like, like, it still killed it. Like it got like 100,000 views or something like that. But I was like so disappointed. I was like, oh, it's not going to get too many views every <laughs> single time. <laughs> like a realization. Um, yeah. So that was like our first big hit. Was our first video. Our, our initial goal was to be able to just pay for the editing software the editing software and to cover our costs on that and like, we're like yeah because then we we're like oh well then if we can afford to like keep the editing software by making tiktoks like that was like, like our big worry that we weren't going to be able to get like 15 dollars a month <laughs> yeah. um and i didn't want <laughs> to I mean, like pay for the we were like we can't be paying for an editing software as a poor law student <laughs> Yeah, like, the industry the industry shut, the down. shut down what am i gonna do <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh but well, that's kind of you know, we made a we made in we because we were quarantined in east village for the first two weeks and of course similarly it was like i was like steven let's just like go to get out of the apartment let's go dance in Tompkins square park and we did like a, a dance to right. la, la viva m from yeah. rent because yeah. we were in the east village right yeah. and so that did that like got so much like i don't think it hit two million views but like no it didn't have two but we were like well this is interesting like it yeah. similarly it was like oh TikTok is interesting like yeah. Yeah, so so i totally get that but then when did you well wait i have another oh, go ahead, so because i was just thinking so even early on when we would make dances together we tend to not always get along <laughs> i'll just say that right mm-hmm. so how do you navigate your relationship <laughs> while um, collaborating <laughs> as artists? That's How a, is that? We can talk about this oh one. Gosh. Yeah. That's a great question. So it's funny because, you know, for some reason, like you would think I wouldn't get stage fright because I'm a dancer, I perform or what, like whatever. But it's been really interesting creating content with Freeman, like who's my husband, it like weirdly I get stage fright and sometimes I have to make him like go to the other room when I'm filming even because I'm like for some reason so shy it's weird um and so so yeah so so we have that aspect but it's getting better we're working on it um but no I think 
I think a lot of times too, as a dancer, you're told a lot, like, especially like on commercial sets or things like that, you're, they tell you what to do and you do it. And so it's been very interesting to like be the one creating it because then I have to make decisions and I'm not that used to that as a dancer because normally right, you right. just do what you're told. Um, totally. And so it's been totally. a very new kind of thing for me to like be creating because I'm like, just tell me what to do, Freeman, and I'll do it. Type of thing. Right. Yeah. But it so is collaborative. Yeah. There's, there's also there's also like the aspect of like compartmentalizing our like romantic relationship yeah. and then our work relationship because yeah. we're working all the time. And it, it sometimes can be easy to like treat each other like coworkers. So yeah, sometimes I'm like, we're just like in business mode. We haven't like cuddled in a while. This is weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. strange. It's very new. So that's, that's another struggle. But as far as like create creatively, we have such different strengths. Like I don't dance. Um, I'll sometimes help choreograph. Yeah, he actually a, he I has moves. Move is funny, but I don't. That's have any. Like, everyone can dance. Well, Freeman. so wait. So <laughs> I would. Well, that that was my next question. So Freeman are there days when you're like, you know what I think we should do? I think it should like go this, this, and you're like that, you know, you're like kind of doing the shape and she's like, okay, like this, is it that kind of thing? Like where you're kind of like, I picture this and then she does it. And then is, is that well, kind of I th- a, a way? I, I want to hear about your strategy just because I, <laughs> you're like, what are you trying to like your goal is what to get two out a day i mean or one a day yeah, like yeah. what's your do do strategy <sighs> um we just kind of work hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> we don't, really, like, we don't have like well. a yeah yeah so especially at the beginning we were like we would just make we freeman would have like an idea for like an editing concept and so then we'd be like okay i have this idea like how can we make it work and then we would just he would be so excited about it that we'd have to like make it immediately and then we would make it and then he would post it like and that was it and so then it was like okay now we have to do it again <laughs> like yeah. and he just gets so excited because he like Freeman is really good at this and like has really great ideas and it's so exciting and then he just gets so excited that he just like he has to do it he can't do anything else until we've done it and it's really cute i've become a mad that's obsessed with an idea like yesterday i was editing for six hours because i was like i have to get this done yeah and it was like no it wasn't a deadline there was no deadline but like in his mind he's like i love this idea we have i have to do it now and uh mm-hmm. but so now nowadays nowadays uh, we 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 just kind of uh, what would you say I, mean, I guess we don't really have a strategy it's kind of similar think, well our process is kind of like i'll think of a, a fun edit or i'll see a fun edit and think of a way to incorporate it into either a trend or yeah. or a song that we really like yeah and then we make a new dance to yeah the, to the song no Sometimes, no you guys don't make a new dance you make you guys make the trend that's what you do <laughs> um but sometimes so a couple times like i don't know if you've seen our our video where it's like there's like people walking they're like walking to the beat of be my lover by labouche and then they like step back forward back forward back forward and then back so that was actually my choreography which i'm very proud of that's what i'm talking about he had the vision he had the vision thank you i mean it's not really choreography there's it's walking walking forward and backwards but it's choreographed it's choreographed i like woke up one morning and just had that song in my mind and I stood up at the like at the foot of our bed while Kelly was like waking up and just started doing that dance because I thought it was funny I'm like wait let's make this like a thing so yeah. that's kind of like one of our go-tos and like just random inspiration here and there is kind of yeah getting inspired from other people's videos or other trends and how we can make them our own or add something different to them or honestly Freeman just like has these ideas and I'm like what like I'm like going to sleep and he's like okay I just had a really good idea and I'm like 
asleep like oh can you tell me in the morning he just like has to tell me right then i'm not just instagram husband and people are like and people will comment like oh man i feel so bad for you you have to be always filming your wife and he's like the one that's obsessed with it <laughs> but i feel like something like really hit with your the dance that you and is it kasha uh-huh that you you did i mean that was the one that like to me was like yeah Blew was up like oh, who's this who's this person yeah. and and um and i was like catching up on all the stuff that you guys had made <laughs> um was that the video that you felt like all of a sudden you were like holy crap yeah. i'm getting bombarded by requests and things talk about that yeah for sure yeah that that dance I mean, the video blew up and then all these other site or like Instagram accounts were reposting it. So everyone was seeing it. it, it I, mean, I don't know everyone, but like people were seeing it in a lot of different places. And so it was really blowing up. Um, but yeah, that I mean, that and that one was a dance that I had seen on TikTok. And um, uh, these two guys, they're in this K-pop group called Izu's or Easy Uzi. I guess that's I we always call it Izu's, but I think it's Easy Uzi. Um, and we gave them credit, you know, all the dance, but everyone because our my our video is the one that blew up everyone's like oh you created this dance you it's your dance and I was like it's not though like and I felt bad because I'm like I want theirs to blow up because but that's just not how they originated yeah but that's just not how TikTok goes yeah but also was the editing where you yeah that was different that was the super zoom right I did that edit edit myself um yeah yeah, so it's just like a face tracking edit Mm -hmm. um um, we did like in a editing program outside of the app um, but yes, that really added to the video um, for sure. Uh, and that's kind of where we started using that. Or did we use that before, that editing we style? Used we used it a little bit. But yeah, I edited that one myself. So that was really exciting. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> well, job well done. Because I, I think after I saw that, I obsessively was trying to figure out how to the, do the that editing face tracking <laughs> thing. And then I just got frustrated because I would have to like leave my computer to do other things. Uh-huh. And then I would just be like, I can't do this right now. So I yeah. just never figured it out. But yeah. yes. So is this, would you say this is like your full-time job now? <laughs> yes. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It takes up so much time. And yeah, the demand, I mean, it's crazy. Like having to keep up with posting videos constantly, which it, like, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It really is, but it's fun, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> Yeah. How do you stay motivated? I mean, because honestly, you don't have to if you yeah. don't want to, sure. but it feels like you do because it is your it has become a business, yeah. right? So yeah, how do sure. you stay motivated when you're you, you're not like showing up at the stage door and signing in? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a really good question. How do we stay motivated? Kelly, let me just say one cool thing about Kelly. Kelly's like the most like hardworking person I know. She like if she's not being productive, like the pandemic was rough really rough that's why we started making videos because it's like kelly needs something to do in order to like feel, <laughs> feel good. fulfilled yeah to feel fulfilled and she wants to be like yeah. like making other people's lives better and constantly needs to be like involved in like a good cause i guess mm-hmm. um so i think it, it kind of comes from within for kelly she's like a very motivated productive person and when she's not she is not happy. <laughs> She's not happy. Kelly. She's unhappy. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. And, see, um, and and Freeman, I think for, the motivation for Freeman is he just loves, genuinely enjoys it so much. He gets so much joy out of like learning a new editing skill or creating something. 
um that that's that's his motivation it's nice to be creative when you're in law school yeah (laughs) i was gonna say yeah you're reading a lot of stuff so like to not have to learn and like create it sounds and what are your do you have like boundaries at all on like days that you work or the Mm -hmm. times that you work do you guys have like a deal in your relationship where you're like you know what it's 10 p.m we're done (laughs) or it's sunday we're not doing this today like what's what is that conversation? Yeah. And how do you, when we first started, it was tricky because it it was more just kind of for fun. And, uh, we, I would not be in the mood and frame would be like, okay, can we make a video? And I was like, not expecting it. Like, you know, just kind of like, wait, what? And so we kind of gotten better at just planning out our week. And so I know what to expect. Like we know what to expect. Like, okay, we're going to make, we're going to film this content on this day type of thing. So I think planning, like having a schedule and like talking about it, like the Sunday before is really helpful. And then we also take, try to our best to take Sundays off. Um, but other sometimes than sometimes deadlines get in the but way, but sometimes yeah. deadlines get in the way, um, for like other content, content sponsored. for sponsored stuff. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I think, and I've gotten better cause I'm, I'm a people pleaser. So, you know, Freeman would be like, Oh, let's do this. And I'd be like, I don't want to, but I would do it. And I've gotten better mm-hmm. at being like, okay, actually, like, can we wait till tomorrow? Um, things like that. Just, just working on our communication skills. <laughs> yeah, it's been great for our yeah like, relationship Seriously. communication skills. Yeah, we've learned a lot and grown a lot in that aspect of like being like, actually, I'm not into it right now, and the other person has to be, you know, being understanding and stuff like that. What are your um, What are your hopes? Um, are you hopeful that? you move like away from social media and then like have your own, like not platform, but like own channel or own show, or is that like your next step? Um, what do you think, Raymond? I don't know. That's a really good it's question. It's a good question. Cause we've, t- we talk about like, what's, what does this look what's like that? in the future? Yeah. How yeah. does this, yeah. I think at this point it's just like working on growing our audience mm-hmm. is, important um and and just like making stuff that makes people happy yeah it's like always, always our main always the main goal. goal yeah it's doing stuff to like spread joy spread light because you know there, it's wonderful getting comments and messages from people that say you know like i look forward to your videos every day like they've really helped me through the pandemic like seriously like it just, it means so much and so seeing that that's that's the main goal um but yeah i mean in the future who knows kind of open to whatever happens i think i think that kelly would be amazing in like a blues clues type (laughs) show children's show right yeah so your faces are telling me that you yeah um she would be amazing in like a children's show like maybe a dance themed children's show on nickelodeon or something like that i think kelly would be awesome at that but that's that's just like a pipe dream who knows well yeah there's such a bubble there's such a bubble there's such a joy about what you do and, yeah there and, really is and it, it's clear that when you dance dancing makes you happy yeah and you like make everyone happy that sees your videos i'm sure so thank you for doing it when we do our dance videos um though i you know there's days where we like you were saying like we don't want to do it like yeah. physically don't want to do it mm-hmm. um so but when you do do it, when it's better to save it so that when you do want to do it, that joy is like so evident. And I feel like I see yeah. that yeah. in your in your content as well. Definitely. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so how many videos are you gonna make today? <clears throat> no, just kidding. That's okay. a good question. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's morning, so we've got the whole day ahead of us. You got the whole day. You got the whole day. We'll probably make one, guys, maybe two. Maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I can't. Well, I can't wait to see them. And I please, can, yeah. um, please feel free to. Um, we'll, we will recreate. We will recreate we will your dances. Re yeah, we, we do we them will. all the time. Yes, looking forward. Awesome. We're going to move on to a segment that we call Spotlight on Love. Ooh. All right. For the, now, you guys are first-time uh, guests on our podcast. We do this segment we call Spotlight on Love, where one of our listeners writes in and asks a question of us and our guests, where they want relationship, family, dating advice, and then we and our guests give our unqualified advice. <laughs> so, um... Today we have, it's an anonymous uh, person. They want to remain anonymous. And they said, after a year of being in quarantine together, working from home, pivoting all of the time, <laughs> I find myself shutting down with my partner. It's like, I think he should be able to read my mind now after all this time. And if he doesn't do things exactly how I want, I lose my patience. How do I keep myself expressing my emotions to my partner without shutting down? Ooh. That's tricky. That's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> Guys. You want us to answer first? Oh shoot. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. No, you go. If you have an okay. idea. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Kelly Kelly is definitely the better communicator in our relationship. But I would say that for me, whenever I'm feeling something like there's a problem in general, I think talking about the general problem instead of trying to fix like the like like if I had the same issue, I would tell Kelly, like, look, sometimes I shut down um, when you can't read my mind and it's really tough. And just like saying that and like getting it out helps me. I don't know whether that's based in science or good, but um <laughs> instead of like worrying about communicating in the instant that you're getting annoyed, I think having a like preliminary conversation about the issue in general is always beneficial. So the other person understands mm. where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. I think that's really good advice. Um, I think for me, I don't have, I'm not very good at not sharing how I'm feeling. Would you say I usually, share, I usually share how yeah. I'm feeling. Like I can't hold it in. Um, <laughs> So that this question is a little tricky for me, but I think, I think, yeah, I think especially a time when you're not feeling impatient um, to bring it up because then you're, you're not already worked up about this silly thing. Um, yeah. So bringing it up when things are good, just to like have a start a conversation and to explain where you're coming from um, and let them know where you're coming from so that then they can be aware and, you know, I think asking for what you need is really important. Great advice. <laughs> no, that's really very good. good advice. I think I think I need to take that advice. I I personally I'm like the person that has I have a hard time um, not confronting but bringing things up that may be uncomfortable or maybe asking for things for myself. I think that I still have a hard time doing that. So I think like what you guys have already said is being in a good positive mindset to actually start the conversation. Mm -hmm. And then also, since I'm usually on the receiving end of things being brought up because I don't like to speak my mind a lot of the time, 
Um, I'm just I'm being, like Kelly. I speak my, I, uh, yeah, my I'm emotions are like out. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think it's important to remember that when your partner is bringing something up, it's not always an attack. Um, it's like an open discussion and it's, it's not to be, uh, you don't have to take everything so defensively. And so personally, <laughs> I mean, I'm saying this right now, but I don't, goes, Steven. <laughs> so happy I don't know that I believe this. what I'm saying, but, but yes, you should not take things so personally and I shouldn't take things so personally. <laughs> I don't know if it's like the dance, the years of dance or something, but it's like any conversations that feel come is received as a critique. Yeah. Like, so I have to constantly be like, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just trying to have a conversation. Yes, um, totally. But I think that the thing about the quarantine that's really hard, as you guys were kind of speaking about, is like we're all wearing different hats that we didn't have to wear before the quarantine in our relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, because you're just together all the time. You're like, you're now their therapist, best friend, <laughs> coworker, um, you know, mm -hmm. like, um, housekeeper, <laughs> chef. Um, and I think it, I think that's the challenge, right? Is like, which hat are you wearing when you're communicating? Which yeah. hat, how do you distinctly set those boundaries so that it's clear? I don't know if that helps the person who, who asked this question, but what you were saying is like, you have to be really clear. Sometimes that means leaving the house and coming back as a different person or yeah. putting on a different hat. Is that something you do? Leave the house and come back as a different person? <laughs> <laughs> is that why you went on a walk Maybe. while I was teaching? Maybe. He was like, I'm going for a walk. Maybe. And I'm like, one, two. Like, anyway, sorry. Anyway, I thought that was, those were some really, really lovely advice. Um, if you, as a listener, want to get advice from us and our guests or unqualified advice, please feel free to shoot us a DM on Instagram at Broadway Husbands or check out broadwayhusbands.com where you can shoot us an email and we will gladly read your question aloud on our next episode. Okay, so this has been an awesome episode. I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of, I'm sure, your extremely busy schedule to talk with us today. We really appreciate it. We're huge fans and just keep doing what you're doing. And yes, Freeman, that means you too. We, we know you're there. <laughs> yeah, you're like killing it. You guys are killing it, killing it. We love it. We love Super it. inspired by the, the work you two do. And where can people follow you and get more information so they can they can get to know more about you? Yeah, they can follow on TikTok at Happy Kelly. Um, Kelly with an I. Kelly with an I happy with a Y um, or at Kelodactyl on Instagram. Um, Freeman's also on those platforms. Do you yeah, need to follow me though. It's fine. Just but people might around. need legal advice. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to need legal advice. <laughs> if you need a lawyer or someone to look over your influencer contracts, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for having us. This has been so, so fun. You guys are the best. Well, Oh, we're so happy to get to know you. And we're going to come see you in LA. Yeah. We're coming in July. Okay, great. So maybe, well, let's see if we can put something in the books where we can hang out and have lunch or something. Please, yeah, that, that would be so amazing. Yay. Thanks for listening to the Broadway Husbands podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. And while you're at it, leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Don't forget to check out Broadway Life Apparel and our new designs that are released every month. Thanks to our Patreon patrons. Don't forget to join our family by going to patreon.com forward slash Broadway Husbands. And a big shout out to the Broadway Podcast Network. Go to BPN. 
anchor.fm forward slash husbands to check out the wide array of Broadway themed podcasts for your listening pleasure. And on this podcast, we encourage you to love who you love and love what you do. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.